Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Cook, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England Zone Van Helsink. And I don't see my co-host anywhere, so she must be out in Lebanon. Oh, there she I'm is. I'm here. Two seconds into it, she made it. I'm here. All the way from East Bridgewater, the blonde blobster herself, Miss Ann Carrigan. Hi there. I'm What's here, your right here. I just logged oh, into chat late. I'm sorry. What's your middle initial? L. Ann L. Kerrigan. Why? I like it. No, I like it. I like it. Louise. I didn't ask you the name. I just asked the initial. That's all I'm saying. I'm not in love with a Louise, but my mother didn't want to call me Anne Marie. Whatever. Because everybody was Anne Marie. Really? Yes. Is that a French name? Yes, it is. Yeah. That was that was the thing. If you were French, my mother's French Canadian, so mm-hmm. uh, all the girls were either named Mary or Marie, uh, either first name or last name or middle name. Um, and my mother was Marie, and she always hated Marie, so she went by her middle name Lorraine. Oh. So she didn't want to name me Anne Marie. So I'm Louise. Sweet. There That's the whole story. I know you all wanted to hear it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, anyways, I just got back from a fabulous investigation. Really? Yep. Where, where? Uh, at Goat Island Lighthouse. That was amazing this past oh, weekend. Oh, right. That looked yeah. amazing. Yep. It was uh, It was quite an interesting fact. And uh, did a lot of different things. A lot of different things happened, including uh, the prediction of my death. So there you go. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Who predicted that? Uh, the Ouija board. Ah. Mm-hmm. Our friend, the Ouija board. Yes, yes. <laughs> yep. Well. It said, it said, tonight you die. Oh. Well, clearly it was wrong. Well, it didn't say which night. <laughs> well, by tonight, it usually means the night. I know it was really weird because actually, uh, eventually we went to bed, and uh, I was laying in bed, and I distinctly heard the door to the lighthouse open creakingly, and I was thinking, hmm, should I get up or not? <laughs> <laughs> or should I send Leslie? <laughs> I'm sure you sent Leslie. <laughs> I just said, screw up. They want to steal the equipment. Let them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, get off the island first. Yeah, that's, a, that's, right? that's a good point. I never even thought of that. That is a point. That is a good point. <laughs> or, or did you think it was somebody coming to do you in? Well, I might have been do me in when I went down to check it out. Who knows? <laughs> you know. So 
so I decided to uh, err on the better side of valor. Ah, valor. Caution. Whatever. Not valor. Caution. Do you say so? I say so. And, of course, yeah. you well, you had an exciting weekend as, as well. I did. Because it was your uh, birthday, your uh, yes. 30th birthday. So it was my 30th birthday. <laughs> that, that's pretty cool. It was the um, second anniversary of my 30th birthday. How does that work? I don't know. I think that – I think I'll go with that. There you go. Uh, before I get too far into the program, I do want to mention an event coming up uh, on December 7th. Uh, this crazy Pollock is actually going to swim five miles in the Atlantic Ocean from Kettery to Whaleback Lighthouse to oh. raise, money, raise money for uh, uh, the, the lighthouse. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's, uh, and then afterwards, we're having a, a holiday beach party uh, featuring this crazy Pollock and his band, The Surfs. So, uh, <laughs> the crazy you, Pollock. So if you go to the website, uh, www.portsmouth.com, HarborLighthouse.org, and you can find out more information. Once again, that's www.PortsmouthHarborLighthouse.org. So, you know, things are, are really uh, happen for a reason at times. And uh, the other day, in fact, yesterday, in fact, I was on the uh, Facebook page. This is a surprise in itself, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and I saw a young lady uh, up in my stream. And I said, oh, my God, I haven't seen her in forever. So I sent her a message, and guess what? She's going to be on our show. Awesome. Yes, and uh, I would like to introduce oh, – wait a minute. Do I see her? Yes, we do. I'd like to introduce <laughs> you, uh, Robin Marie, who is a life counselor and uh, photo squire, which we're going to talk about a little bit, and uh, medium – uh, Robin, you there? Hello, my friends. Hi, Robin. Hi, Anne. It's so nice to talk to you. You too. It's been a long time. Yes, and happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still celebrating, apparently. You know, it just never ends. Well, it should be birthday week. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Totally agree. <laughs> well, you know, every, every day you live is one day closer to the end of your life. That's Thanks right. Thanks for that and, uplifting. And we are all going to die, Ron. I heard what you were saying earlier. So <laughs> the prediction was right, but the timing was wrong, fortunately. There you go. You know what's interesting is that uh, Borley Rectory and, and Harry Price and all that in, in the UK, Borley Rectory is the most haunted house in England. And uh, the spirit there, uh, via the Ouija board, oddly enough, predicted that a fire would start in, in the hallway at the rectory and the rectory would burn down and it said it would do it that night. Well, oddly enough, it didn't. But 11 months to the day, it uh, fire started in the hall where it, the, the spirit said it would, and the rectory burnt down. Mm. So maybe the, maybe it's a huh? time thing on the other side. That's a time warp. Mm. Right. So eleven maybe months. So. I mean, eleven months from now, if I'm still alive, then uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see. Right? <laughs> well, you have to be Ron, and I've missed you so much. <laughs> so, Robin. 
again, I mean, I, I checked out your website again, and it's it's really cool. And but you're called a um, life coach. And that, that's well, I'm also a holistic what, life coach, but you know me as a medium. Yeah, but what is a holistic life coach? That's always intrigued me because that seems like it's a big thing nowadays. That uh, I know a lot of people are like kind of getting into that. What exactly is a life coach? Well, fortunately, because funding has shut down so many hospitals and mental health programs and all of that, a lot of us that were, uh, you know, mental health staff and uh, I'm a behavioral psychologist, so we're looking into alternative therapies. And that ties in with my spiritual practices as well. So making it holistic means that it's a therapeutic setting that's very healing. And so you incorporate the spiritual with the psychological approach to things. Hmm. Okay. So it's actually, you know, I mean, it sounds silly, but that, that is so important. I mean... The holistic side of things, and, and just when you think about it, just listening to people alone is very therapeutic. And, and but if you throw the, that you have an insight into the listening, then it makes it even uh, more therapeutic, I would think. Exactly. You know, and sense? we start out with we can do a reading. There's certain people that do past life regressions. Uh, you know, all of these spiritual type practices, and we start that way. And then we treat it as if it were case management. And we take step by step how you'd like to improve on your uh, life, you know, goals that you're trying to reach. And we put a plan together on how you're going to do that. And I used to do that in counseling, in uh, behavioral psychology. But this is also, as I said, incorporating the spiritual aspect of it as well. And now that, you know, not only so many medical programs and mental health have shut down and lost funding and people don't have insurance and we won't even go there, (laughs) you know, all that's changing, that, you know, people are really kind of at a brink right now of turning to their spiritual side. Because, uh, you know, not not too much is left out there that you can trust. So we have to look at our inner faith. Mm-hmm. And, and it seems like any time there's, there's crises in the world or any time we're, we're faced with a depression or a war or anything, there seems to be a much more interest in the other side, in spiritualism. And, and uh, do you find that uh, true? You know, it was very surprising when I was doing a tour actually two years ago over in the UK on stage with the mediumship. I couldn't believe how many spiritualist churches were nearly on every single corner. So it's it's very much accepted elsewhere. And I think America itself is coming around, uh, the U.S. in particular, I mean. And um, you know, we have to look at things and kind of go back to our roots. And I think we kind of got away from that. Okay. Hmm. Right. And I, actually, we actually have a question for you in the chat room. Yes, I was just, I actually was just reading that. Sorry. Um, Anne in the chat room, a different Anne than me, but she spells her name with an E, so clearly she's a classy person. Oh. <laughs> so. uh, she would like to know if you use tarot cards, Robin. And I would assume that would be in your counseling. 
Um, yes, I can, but you know, usually we sit and talk first. Um, I can do a very uh, different kinds of readings, and you know, Ron, you know me from back in Salem, and you know, being licensed in Salem, you have to do all types of readings. So tarot is just one. I do regular playing cards. I use crystals. I scry through fire. I I scry through photography, which other people don't do. Uh, so there's a great means of what I can give you when you come to me, and. I don't make any set rule to that. It's kind of personalized as you come to me, you know, what feels comfortable and what you're comfortable with and what your needs are. And, and before we get too far, before we forget, can you give out your website for us, Robin? Yes, it's Rev, R-E-V, Robin Marie, and that's R-O-B-Y-N-E-M-A-R-I-E. <laughs> there you go. And that's so, up on our, our Facebook, on our Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation Facebook page. So you can find yes, her there I'm as everywhere. well. Uh, if you just type in my name, you know, I'm, I'm every place. You can turn on the TV. I'm on one of the channels right now. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing all different shows. So you'll be able to find me. I have over 90 websites. So wow. God bless you. Yeah, I guess you are. So uh, one thing I do want to mention, uh, if, if anyone does have a question in either the Pararex chat room or the Tojina chat room or are listening, they can certainly go into either of those chat rooms and leave a message, uh, which we will read on the air. Or uh, you can go to our Facebook page, which is what, Ann? Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation. Okay, so there you go. Uh, you mentioned... You mentioned one thing that's always intrigued me. In fact, you know, I didn't even notice it until I uh, went into Facebook uh, just prior to the show. And you took a couple of pictures, and you actually did photo scrying on them. Yes. uh, You know, actually, the term photo scrying, you gave that to me years back because we didn't know what to call this phenomenon. (laughs) And you were talking to me about it at great length. Uh, you know, at some point. And I I stuck with the photo scrying because I felt as though it's just like scrying through a crystal ball, but I do it with photography. And I can't even say that it's a means of psychometry because that would mean that I was holding a photo and physically taking the vibrations off it. So we're not really sure scientifically yet what's happening I know that my eyes are quite different than the norm. They reflect closer to what an animal's reflection is. So I'm very clairvoyant. Um, I see spirit all the time, everywhere I go. Uh, So not just in haunted houses, they're everywhere. Uh, So I'm able to pull them through photos, which fascinates me every time I do it because every one of them is different. I I think it's fantastic. And and you know, we, we... The whole thing that's that's so amusing about this whole thing about having you on is that, and I like I said, I just happened to see your name in the uh, the feed on Facebook, and I said, oh my God, I hadn't talked to her for years. So yes. um, that, and also this my paranormal study group, which meets once a month at the Circles of Wisdom in Andover, is 
we're looking at photo scrying. We're, we're actually doing a remote photo scrying. We're getting a photograph from the UK, and we're going to try to read that photograph. And, and I, th- I thought that all came together. It was just totally amazing to see what the oh, universe, that's universe wonderful, does. wonderful, the timing. There yes. you go. <laughs> so anyways, um, you, you submitted a couple of photographs, which I posted on our page, uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation Facebook page, and uh, you did a you did a re- little reading on them. Could, would you like to uh, go over that? What you, what you read into those, and and people can go to our page and take a look at the photographs and actually uh, see the photographs. So, uh, yes. would you like to do that? Uh, okay. Yes, please. Oh, I would the... love to, and and you can verify anything if it makes sense to you. Uh, now, okay. I never know anything about the photos. I don't know where people are from. I don't sometimes know even who the subject is in the photo. And paranormal teams from all over the world send me whole sets of investigation photos to go over. And you know you can shoot two, 300 pictures in a night when you're out at a location. So I just tell them, Mm -hmm. send me the whole set. Don't even tell me the location, nothing. The less I know consciously, the better. So nothing clouds my thoughts. So sometimes people aren't even in the photo. Um, the first picture that I had pulled off was, it looks like a brick wall with a tree, and there's a great many orbs there. Now, if I had a dime for every time somebody sent me a photo of an orb, <laughs> I would be very, very, very wealthy. But, right. uh, of, of course, we know, you know, logically and scientifically, most of the time this is dust, this is condensation in the air and all of that. And um, But once in a while, if I can communicate with it or I can name it, then it's not just dust. And there's something spiritual that's there. Is it actually the orb that's there? I can't say 100%. But it's certainly something that we need to question scientifically that some of them may be. And you and I know that we can see them. I know Anne does, that we physically see orbs from time to time. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you know, we see that they're traveling quite differently. So it's not just dust that we're kicking up. Um, in this particular photo, and I always write a full report when you do this with me, that goes to each picture. It says, although this is mainly dust, there were male and female spirits that were coming through. And I began to see them clear voyantly, and this is physically seeing them walking around in the picture. I saw them carrying books. I saw how they were dressed. And so there I'm able to put in a, maybe a time or an era from where they're from. And I would say maybe 60s, maybe early 70s for the way that they were dressed. Now, predominantly, there was a male that came through, and he started to overtake this phenomenon that was going on and so I saw the roundness of his face he was somewhat short Um, he had dark dark brown hair that was parted on the left side uh, brushed over to the right so I could very clearly see his face he's maybe 30 to 40 years old at most and um, he said to me that he had seen Ron before which was nice because Many times the spirits, you know, if you're going back to the same place over and over again, they recognize you. So, so do you think we, that the spirit do recognize 
most people, like, for instance, people who work in the spirit world? Well, I'm going to give you a pat on the back because I know how you work, Ron. You're very respectful <laughs> to the spirits very much, and so is Anne. I know this. And <laughs> it's so important. And the spirit world really appreciates that. And they know who they can talk to. They know who they can come through. And so they almost welcome you back to where their space is. So, you know, if this is clearly not a residual, if they're having intelligent thoughts like this and they recognize mm -hmm. you, you know, so it, okay. you know, it's quite a feather in your cap when they do welcome you back. Um, <laughs> he gave me the feeling that he was associated around school. And I don't know if you were near a school or a college or something at that time, but this is what his memories were pulling up for me. And with clear cognizance, I had put that in the report. And I like to explain to the audience that that means instantly you take the thought that is in someone's head and implant it into another one. So it's not even words. It's not explaining. You instantly understand what spirit is thinking. And so he made me recall that he was going through something related to criminal justice and um, maybe a political major. He was an instructor, or he was even maybe even training oh, wow. to become instructor. So he was remembering the different protests and everything that happened at the time. So he was very politically involved and concerned. Yeah, so I actually just uh, posted your thoughts of that one on 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 the picture so that people uh -huh. can get what you got out of it. And, and I think that's interesting. Uh, uh, the the photo itself is was submitted to me. In other words, I, that's not a photo I took, mm -hmm. but. I always believe that photos, and like many other things, uh, go where they're supposed to go at times, and people who uh, are supposed to see them, see them, uh, if that makes any sense. Uh, words, absolutely. Uh, yes, just like yeah, we connected uh, tonight. Mm -hmm. Exactly. In other words, the universe has lots of signs for us and lots of stories for us. But most times we don't even notice them because we're not aware of it and we're just not cognizant of it. And a lot of times if you just stop and, and uh, take a minute and look at what it's giving you, uh, there are stories behind it and there are messages that you can receive. Yes, and, you know, as I said, I don't know who that picture belongs to. You know, I find things on people's websites and I never assume that you were there or anything. So it's right, very right. important as a reader, whether you're reading cards or you're doing this, that you never change the message from spirit. Right, so hopefully exactly. when I repeat everything to you, it makes sense. Maybe you were not physically there when that picture was taken, but it wound up in your hands. And here exactly. we are talking about it tonight. And was spirit familiar with who you are? You know, so... And, and that's an important thing that I learned many, many years ago when I first started working with Maureen is that she would come up with something that to me made no sense. You know, she'd be thing. she said, I hear, see ice cream, I see it. But then <laughs> as you get away from it, you, you, you realize, oh, my God, that does make sense. It really does. Yes. 
And so I've learned that through the years that 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 that's the messages you get. It sometimes it takes a while to get to you, but they they are for you. So do you know anything about this picture, Ron, that this, that someone sent to you or I believe, and, and, you know, I'm 108 years old, so you have to give me a little. Uh, I believe I believe that Sherry, she's the one that actually sent it to me. Okay, and so she commented on it, so I wondered if it came from her. I believe it is, and I believe that's Salem, um, Mass. I, I, I just believe that, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure that it is. Um, but there's a lot in there. Uh, about the spirit, the spirit she talks about is really interesting in itself uh, because that does sound familiar to me. Um, can I give you a name off the top of my head? No, I can't, but it sounds very it's familiar. It's familiar. As far as, uh-huh. Yeah. So in that case, uh, you know, I, I bet you if I do some more thinking on this, like I said, I just saw this before I went on the air, so I really didn't have a chance to really digest it. Mm-hmm. But... Um, it, it is very, uh, very, uh, and, and Sherry says thank you, Robin. By the way, I'm, I'm, yeah. I have oh, to be on that pleasure. page, and I do apologize. Maybe she, maybe she can leave a note later, so your listeners know, you know, if that had anything to do near a school, a college, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right. Let's see how much do we have time for the second one quite yet? Uh, let's see. We're going to come up to the break. Uh, no, I guess we do not. So we'll have to do it the second. Uh, the second half, Robin. Anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles, and our special guest tonight is uh, psychic medium uh, life coach, uh, the Reverend, the Reverend, Reverend. Robin <laughs> Marie. Uh, last time, I, I didn't, I wasn't aware. Oops, that you were a Reverend. When when did this happen, Robin? Did I have you been all the time and just have not um, used it? About 2005. Oh wow! So, oh, yes, okay. it, it was right before I met you. All right, so we're coming up to the break right now, and uh, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, Next Generation uh, right here on Tojinet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and Beyond. And this is just the, the radio broadcast. The TV broadcast will uh, be next month, uh, so uh, make sure you tune in for that last one. I've got some great, great reviews on the last one, by the way, Ann, just to Yay. Let, let you know. <laughs> So, Great. anyways, uh, we'll be right back after the uh, following messages. Uh, here you go. <laughs> Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Everything you heard about witches is true. Halloween is the time of year when the shades of the dead whisper from forgotten places and spirits walk among us. The witches of Salem, Massachusetts, honor this time with Festival of the Dead, an annual event series that explores death's macabre customs, heretical histories, and strange rituals. Founded by Salem witches, Sean Poirier and Christian Day, and hosted by the foremost authorities on the spirit world, Festival of the Dead beckons guests to step through the veil into a mysterious 
mysterious realm where spirits await you. To learn more or to purchase tickets, visit festivalofthedead.com or call 978-740-9783. Happy Halloween! <laughs> the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future then circles of wisdom is just the place for you circles of wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more located on route 28 in downtown andover massachusetts we carry a large selection of books and music crystals and gemstones jewelry and gifts sage aromatherapy and so much more all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere we offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga reiki psychic development alternative healing and personal transformation for guidance on this journey we call life get a reading from one of our many readers at circles of wisdom 90 main street in downtown andover right next to bertucci's call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com lots to see and do in a feel-good place an oasis in this hectic world. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our very special guest this evening, Reverend Robin Marie. Hello. Robin? Yes, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't hear anybody answer. I'm going, uh oh, what happened? <laughs> It's happened before. Uh, I also noticed that uh, Paul Clifford uh, asked uh, where the second photograph came from, and of course, um, I'm going to let Robin do a reading first, and then I'm going to tell you where that one is taken as well. So, uh, Robin, I know, I know you do. So, Robin, would you uh, (laughs) would you like to tell us what you got on the second photograph? Yes, actually, I'm trying to get back to Facebook so I can see the notes. I know it. I'm sorry. And I'm actually locked up here. I don't know why. Oh, no. I it's, can't get back. Oh, no. It's funky. You know what? I I will post it anyways. Um, but anyways, Robin, yes. I, I know someone, Ann, asked, in the, the, yes. asked the question about uh, how you read these in the, the uh, chat room. What was it, Ann? Yes. No. A, uh, yeah. Go Robin, ahead. Sorry. I, I did. Oh, yeah. wants to know, <laughs> Anne wanted to know, does she read a photo like she would read a tarot card? Yes, and the answer is no, not at all. The biggest misconception of this is that I'm doing a reading, a psychic reading, and it's nothing like that at all. I am physically seeing the spirits. They are coming out of the photo. They're manifesting in front of me. They're standing in front of me. This is just like crystal ball scrying. So it's very, very different. And I'm seeing things very live and animated. It's all very physical. I clairaudiently hear them speaking. So there's a lot of activity going on. Okay, so were you able to get back into Facebook? uh, Yes, yes, fortunately. Okay, Um, okay. Okay, this is a picture of you in a train tunnel. Now, that's all I know. I, it could be any place in the world, any tunnel. You could be in the U.K. I have no idea. I, as I said, I really don't want to read anything. I don't want to see names on files or anything. I can look afterwards, but I've already uh, timestamped things and written it to you. So this way everything yep. can be validated and you know that I'm genuine. 
Now, what was very interesting with this, and as I said, it, it really entertains me as well as my clients, because I never know what's going to come out. But there was a black gentleman that was in this picture, and he was dressed like an old conductor. And I would say it could be maybe 30s, 40s, around there. And I only gear that towards like what we see in the movies, you know, uh, oh, Bob Hope yeah. era, something like that. So he's walking down the tunnel towards me in the photo. He's passing you and he's looking down kind of like over where it looks like water on one side of the track. He's walking through the water and he's not wet, which I found was very interesting. It's almost like he was walking through his own memory instead of what was physically there. Now, as he got to you, Ron, he looked up at you, and that's when things started being said. And uh, he was having a conversation with you. And he said, uh, what, are you lost or something? <laughs> it was just so matter of fact. You know, it's, they see you, and it's, it's just so funny. If you saw him, you would have had a whole conversation. So he began talking and then came into view. And I'm just reading from my notes here. Right. And um, let me see. As I said, he has on the black conductor's suit with a hat. And he had a little white shirt on underneath. And um, let me see. He said to you, there's no one here. And it's like he was watching you looking around. So no, he did. wanted to let you know. <laughs> he said, nobody's here. They're all gone. And he said, ain't nothing here but rats. <laughs> he turned very slowly because yeah, you know he's an older gentleman he, he looked up the back like into the tunnel he reached over with his right hand took something out of his pocket and it was a whistle on a chain put it up to his mouth and he whistled it quickly and then he he just started to disappear you know he just dissipated and um it was all very gentle and very calming. And this is why I tell people, don't be afraid of spirit, because this was his job. This may have been a place that he felt responsibility for, and he's still walking in that same means as what he did in life. And you bring up a good point, uh, and I'm going to go back to that picture in a minute, but you bring up a good point that, you know, so many people are are so afraid of spirits and and it's a lot of it's to do with the television shows that are on TV now and and I really All think right. that aspect of it is really not good. Uh I mean I've done investigations at, at homes where we really uh, we felt there was nothing at all dangerous or scary there whatsoever and yet the homeowners would still even though they had they didn't have any bad things happen to them or anything they still felt it was demonic or, or evil. And, and I have to say, we, we can blame that on oh, some of the TV shows that are out there, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yes. yes, unfortunately, I know. I know. It's something I have to so, undo all the time when I'm working with people. <laughs> and, and so, anyways, let's go back to that, that photograph, and we'll, we'll finish that mm -hmm. up. And, and that photograph is actually the Hoosatanic Tunnel, uh, or whatever it's called. Hoosatanic Tunnel. Yeah, it's just Husik. Husik. Yeah, uh -huh. Anyways, uh, that's that's a 
course, by the uh, the Houghton Mansion and uh, North Adams. And I was out there, and uh, we were looking for spirits, and I guess I found one, even though I didn't even know it. There you go. <laughs> so it makes a lot of sense. And, and, and the funny part about it is I distinctly remember seeing a rat in there. <laughs> so I, I chuckled when I saw that. I thought that was very humorous. <laughs> How could you see anything in there? Oh, my God, it's black is the inside of your hat. Uh, actually, yeah. Ann, another Ann, Ann from California brought uh, a flashlight app on her iPhone or something, and she lit the way for us, believe it or ah. not. Smart girl. So, there you go. I was yeah, afraid. Yeah. I was Literally, I was afraid to go in there, not because of any kind of spirit activity, because I was afraid a damn train was going to come and kill me. So, uh, yes. I, uh, that or living people, in. that's what scares me. Yeah, I turned around and came right back out. I'm like, "Yep, I'm okay." I'm, actually, I'm actually, we had three trains go by us. Oh God! Wow. Oh. I so, couldn't do it. <laughs> there you go. So, Robin, I, you know, I haven't spoken yes. you for a while. So, what have you been up to? Uh, you know, what's what's new and shaking for you? And uh, once again, your your website. Give that out before we forget again. Cause Yes, it's uh, Rev Robin Marie and Rev for Reverend R E V R O B Y N E M A R I E dot com, and as I said, just put in Robin Marie, it'll just pop up everywhere, and you can certainly find me on Ron's site and everything. So, um, you know, on Facebook, and uh, my goodness, Ron, I've been doing so much. I'm constantly doing TV shows, hopefully good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Although some of them are not so realistic, even though it's reality TV. But, you know, I always try to really? stay away from the ones that, you know, drum up a lot of fear and all of that. So I am on three different shows right now, and I write a lot for the networks and all of that, different stories. And, oh, cool. And, um, you know, constantly doing things. December 8th, I'm on uh, Destination America, and that's for When Ghosts Attack. And I talk about uh, oh, demonology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm channeling a dog that is accused of being a demon. <laughs> so a you'll get dog, my... Okay. Well, dog. hopefully, you know, it doesn't wind up that they clipped everything out that I had to say. But, you know, I have a very uh, clear mind on how I feel about demons and that, you know, you shouldn't provoke. You know, and I know that you're very big on that, too, when we've been out investigating... And, um, you know, were the living kind of aggravating this poor dog? That's what I was very curious about, even though he's in spirit. So the dog reacted just as a regular dog would in life. And so he chased after these people in a cemetery. <laughs> so Could they actually physically see him, or, or were they just yes. the sense of Yes, him? yes, two girls. And by the way, they were in there playing with the Ouija board. So, oh my! There's always a consistency there, Anne. You know, as you know. <laughs> wow! Uh, did you have you spent any time in Salem at all? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm there all, the full month of October every year. This year I was not mm -hmm. because I'm actually opening a, a holistic and spiritual center, and it's a one-stop shop. Oh, it's where? a very large facility. Uh, the first one, we're starting a chain of these, and the first one is oh, wow. in uh, Sunbury, Pennsylvania. 
So it's just, oh. um, it's west of Allentown. So, not far out. I, love, I love it down there. Yeah, it's it's really, so, really so nice. You're definitely and, getting uh, around then, Robin. Yes, and, uh, you know, it's a big project, and I'm getting a haunted bed and breakfast and all of that. So I want a lot of facilities oh. that, you know, that all of us, you know, and you as well, want to go to. You know, we need indoor places for the winter. <laughs> yes, you do. Hopefully no. warm. That's, that's my key. No place we ever go is warm, Ron. I know. I'd like uh, one that's it's... heated. So, But this holistic uh, center, of course, I'll be doing my coaching. I do regular readings as well, um, as I do in Salem. And um, still working, you know, doing things with Christian Day here and there. And, you know, much respect to him. And um, we'll have a lot of celebrities coming and doing lectures and I'll be teaching classes there, and there's Reiki beds and massage and oh, cool. all sorts of wonderful things. So I hope you come and visit. So uh, this is going to be in Pennsylvania, so I, I guess you'll be moving there. Are you be, will that be permanent for you? Or, Ron, uh, Ron what, what, I moved about six months ago. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so far behind the times, I'm telling you. Yes. There you go. I, Two years ago, I did a movie about Pennsylvania, which is uh, Ghosts of Fire. And this is about uh, the modern-day ghost town of Centralia. So, and I'm sure you're familiar with that. It's burning underground perpetually. So, and this is the home of the Molly Maguires and all of that. So now I came back to do uh, the second movie, the part two of this. And um, so it was much easier to be down here, and I have a lot of projects uh, that just kind of kept bringing me back to Pennsylvania. So now, of course, we're so starting to shoot. Uh, we're shooting Bill Bean's movie, Dark Force. So I'm starring in that Ooh. and helping with the writing and all of that as well. Oh, excellent. So yeah, let's go back to the first one. And for those who don't know about this, this town and, and is the dvd available let's put it that way let's start off with the easy question oh yes yes it was in the cinemas and um mm -hmm. then it went out on dvd and and that's in metaphysical shops and at conventions and it's uh you know available on amazon and ghosts of fire it's called and ghosts of course of you can get okay. that on my website as well mm -hmm. okay. and now part so two is going story? to release this winter Okay, so what's the backstory on a, a quick synopsis of it? I don't want you to give it away, but just kind of like, you know, what is your involvement in it, and, and what is the, the backstory on it? Uh, because you talked about it a little bit, but, you know, if you could go a, a little bit more, you know, uh, into it, it would be better. I mean... Yes, with my people that were all on a team, uh, you know, not a set team like you have, but, you know, between friends and relatives and all of that, we decided we were going to get something that um, was hot, something that we could market, <laughs> something different to put out there. And when I told them to go find something hot, they really literally did. And they found Centralia. And, of course, people have investigated out there over the years, but there wasn't anything solid that was done. At that time, nobody had really documented anything as far as hauntings. So I went out there to see what was there. It was very interesting. And there were houses still there at the time. This is five years of research that I've put into this. And um, 
so you know i just thought it was different and once we got there we started to having real have really um bizarre and personal things that were happening to us um a lot of synchronicity finding relatives not me but other people that were on the teams that came out with me and um really? finding like you know in the cemetery relatives that that they had heard about and it was all done quite accidentally and um you know we held a seance and and all of that you know tried different approaches there and um right you know i actually did my ghost story based on what happened to me in the movie because we we got killer evps that were two sentences long Wow. And it was Pretty clear good, as actually. you and I are speaking. Yeah, it's James McCann is phenomenal capturing EVPs. And uh, there was a lot that happened around this particular headstone, which belonged to the reverend uh, priest that was at the Catholic Church that's out there. And of course, now going back over the years, uh, you know, the last five years, all of the houses are gone. There's only four cemeteries and the church that's left. So, very creepy, very spooky, but not bad, not negative. But uh, in the hauntings, in the hauntings, you know, you're dealing with uh, people that were very badly abused and mistreated as far as being coal miners. And you get their relatives, you know, their families that were there, and they suffered a great deal at that time. Uh, So, these are the stories that they tell us as spirit. Wow, that's pretty cool. So, you know, we always hear about how water affects the spirit. Uh, What about fire? Does it have the same effect, a different effect? I feel that that enhances it a great deal. And the other thing that I found out there, and again, going out just to, you know, it's any location. I knew nothing of it. And once we got there, it took years of looking into the history and all of that. And a lot of... Um, what we had investigated was right on top of a Native American burial ground, and it's the Lenape tribe. Now, just as they did in Salem, you know, our cars are now parked on top of cemeteries there. (laughs) So it's it's sad. I'm laughing, but it's more out of disgrace that we treat people this way. They took a white... um, Um, Irish Catholic, predominantly Irish, and uh, took their cemetery and put that right on top of the Lenape tribe. They didn't move anybody. They just built up the ground and put the the next row of uh, coffins and everything right on top of that. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. So now everybody's disintegrating. Everything's burning underground, and of course that's right where that uh, hill is as you come into Centralia, you know, that's a beautiful focal point. You know, of course, the Native Americans go to the highest point so they can do their rituals, say their prayers, and and put their buried. You know, it's a very spiritual mount. And um, they put a cathedral up there on top of that hill and everything at one time. You know, now because of the fire, that's gone. Um, didn't burn down. Everything's underground, just to be accurate, so I don't get hate email. <laughs> Nothing's burning up on top. You can't. Nobody died from the fire or anything like that. 
But what I discovered in looking back in the history, a priest had put a curse on the Molly Maguires and anybody who followed them. He publicly made that statement that may you all burn in hell for all eternity. And that town burnt to the ground four times. And the fifth fire is the underground mine fire. So very interesting. So that's why I chose the name Ghosts of Fire. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That sounds fabulous. I'd love to go there. <laughs> yes, everybody Rosa. should go and see it. And just remember, you're just going to see staircases that go to nowhere. It's very, mm-hmm. very eerie. And driveways yeah. okay. that go nowhere. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's... That's simply amazing. I don't think uh, a lot of people know about that story, unfortunately. I think it's uh, it hasn't been told enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, as I said, some were out there, and uh, I just wanted to bring it to life again. I felt as though the families and the town that once was there deserve that, you know, and I wanted to speak for spirit. And we didn't get a lot of physical uh, activity that we could show on film or, uh, you know, we do have a lot of EVPs, of course, but um, the physical activity was not there. But we could hear them and I can speak for them. So, but then the personal things that happened were very bizarre. And you'll see in both films people that connected and reconnected with loved ones and people found whole sides of their family that had been in it, that they had never known before. So it's quite beautiful wow. what happened. The, I actually found, uh, I believe it's the trailer from that, uh, Robin, and I'm going to post that. It was yes. on YouTube, and I'm going to post that on our page right now so that uh, it will be up there. Oh, there you are, by the way. I'll be done. <laughs> yeah, so, that's so Robin, you've, you have been doing this a long time, Robin. So, I mean, have there, you ever run into a situation where you found it a little dicey for you? And I'm not trying to sensationalize anything. I'm just curious. Like what? How do you mean? No, anything that you were you were really surprised about, and and that you weren't quite sure. I mean, it caught you back a little bit you know it wasn't exactly what you were planning for um you know that's kind of why I feed into all of this because every day of my life is exciting and new and I never really know what's going to come across my plate and yeah I've had a lot of surprises um I'm never like Anna mentioned before I'm not afraid of spirit Um, I'm afraid of being caught off guard. I've had them startle me. I've had them come up behind me. Um, The force of their energy has knocked me over. And again, that's not someone attacking you. It's just that they rock that energy so strongly that you get moved. And it feels like a push, but it's not so exact as that. Uh, So things like that catch me off guard. Um, certainly in my readings, when people come to me and investigating teams, 
they have a lot of things that they pose to me that are very, very unusual. So uh, I really have to uh, do a lot of research. It's not just about using my psychic abilities, but to help people get answers, whether it's a team or an individual. That's true. It's true. And the thing that you do it for the same reasons I do is because it's always changing, always different. And, you know, they always ask me, like, when I do an investigation, what is your plan? And I say, there really isn't because every case, every situation is is a little different. And you really have to be fluid and and go with it, uh, the the flow, basically, and react. It's more reaction uh, than uh, action, I think. Yes, yes. Uh, But, you know, you have to have, uh, I think, a solid, solid pattern. And I know I'm working with you. I certainly learned a lot working with you and your team is pristine. Uh, You know, and and Anne's group was always that way as well. And, um, you know, and I try to incorporate that and people don't expect me to have those abilities or that mindset that you must use the scientific and you must have a pattern and somewhat of a plan, how are we going to handle something? But you, at the same time, you need to be flexible because you never know what's going to come up. Mm-hmm. That's right. true. That's oh, true. Yeah. Oh, uh, Robin, I hate to tell you this, but we got to say goodbye to you now. Oh, well, I hope it's not for another four years, Ron. <laughs> uh, it was so funny. You know, it, it, I get so involved with so much, and, and sometimes I forget. And it, every so often, the universe, like I said, gives me a message, and sometimes I, I actually catch it. And this was one of the times that, that I'm so happy I did. And I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. I truly enjoyed it. And someone's at the door. Okay. <laughs> yep, that's pizza. the doorbell. That means pizza from the dead is here, so we do have to wrap it up. So, Thanks, Robin, Marie, loves. thank you so much for being on the show. Yes, thank and, you. And uh, best of luck and, and good luck with the shooting of uh, the second part of this film. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye. Take care. Well, that was interesting. Yeah, that was I great. I haven't talked to her in a long time. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Okay, so anyways, um, <laughs> we're just about out of time, but I did want to mention, to a, once again, I wanted to mention the fundraiser, which we're doing, uh, which is a uh, on Saturday, December 7th. Gary will be swimming five miles in the cold Atlantic to uh, Whaleback to raise money, and then we're having a beach party afterwards uh, with his band. And uh, But you can go onto our website, uh, and uh, you can donate, you can sponsor them, and this is all for the preservation and the rest, the restoration of uh, Whaleback Lighthouse. And uh, go to www.PortsmouthHarborLighthouse.org. That's PortsmouthHarborLighthouse.org. So, uh, it's, believe it or not, it's, it's another show down the tubes. Yep. Straight down so, the tubes. No. <laughs> yeah. And, and I want to say time. that, you know what, we got a lot of good uh, response to the, the, the live, bro- live television broadcast of the show, which is interesting uh, <laughs> in, in itself. <laughs> and just so, just so everybody knows that, that you can watch that any time if you go to uh, ebctv.org. Uh, just go to our uh, video on demand tab. And look for Ghost Chronicles. And uh, I just posted the second show today, as a matter of fact. Oh, did so, you really? Uh, I did. And I fixed the little 
oopsie on the beginning of the first one because I know it kind of started and then stopped for 23 seconds and then started <clears> again. <throat> so uh, I fixed that, and uh, I hope people will go and catch up and enjoy. Check it out. Yeah. Yep. So anyways, um, I guess that's all the time we have left. Okay. But uh, yeah, that, that investigation was absolutely fantastic. I mean, I really... The, the interesting thing about that whole investigation ended up being for the keeper of the place. Uh, a, a good friend of his had died, mm -hmm. and he came through in that investigation for him. So, yeah. Oh, that's I always, great. I always say that the, that the paranormals are uh, a personal experience, and I, and I do believe that, and that's mm -hmm. exactly what happened for this gentleman. So, that's gorgeous great. place. So, good night, and God bless, and happy birthday, Ann. Thanks. Good night. Thanks for listening, everybody. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night, deliver us good lore.